there to the show. How are you today? I'm good, thank you. How about yourself? Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us here at the Total Therapy Training Podcast, a podcast where you accompany me on my journey through traditional Chinese medicine. So Phil, today we are going to talk about electro. Is that right? Correct. Yeah, electroacupuncture, yeah. Okay. So all I know about electro is Sarah Garrett put some needles in my legs once and then attached some electro stuff (laughs) and they were bouncing. That's all I know about it. So this is going to be fascinating because I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could put electricity through needles. (laughs) Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. So Phil, tell us your story. Why TCM? Um, I've always been into things kind of Eastern and Oriental since a child. Um, right. li- literally, I think from like five years old, I would rather eat Chinese food or <laughs> Thai food than English food. Right. Um, and I've always been into martial arts. Um, obviously, being a baby of the 80s, yeah. uh, we grew up with Karate Kid and Kickboxer. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, I, thought they were, I thought they were awesome. Yeah. Um, but I was probably gravitating more to kind of the masters themselves rather than the actual fighters. Because okay. they seem to have what I would call like magical powers. They could, you know, fix their fighter, train their fighter, feed them healthy foods. And, and they were like kind of my idea of superheroes. What? So I, I, I guess, I guess kind of, yeah, y- young age, uh, martial arts. Um, I love the oriental way of living. I prefer their food to our food any day. Um, and that's kind of how I got into it I'd say. Wow so I'm hearing this martial arts a lot and I think I said this to you in our initial chat so I I went to jiu-jitsu as a child and then on to judo and I never heard nothing about acupuncture so when did you learn about this in martial arts? Um, I was quite lucky well to be honest, I, I am quite lucky uh, I, I've always picked good schools and good teachers to learn from um, and it's kind of unfortunate nowadays that not all martial arts school actually teach what I would call a martial art. Um, you know, originally, uh, a martial art would have lots of different divisions within it. So let's take uh, jiu-jitsu, for example. There would have been the horseback division. There would have been the ground fighting division or, or sort of area or sector. The armed combat, the unarmed combat, uh, the bone breaking with the bone strengthening. in. But then there would also be the medicine kind of the healing side of it the nutrition side the emotional therapy side um you know if you think about what a martial art traditionally is um you know your your fighters or your warriors would have to be in top physical emotional kind of you know peak performance um and you know let's just say you're, you're you've been out on the battlefield and you've just seen you know one of your friends get killed you know samurai or something but you've got to fight again tomorrow. So yeah. you can't be carrying that baggage with you emotionally. Uh, you can't be carrying an injury with you. You'd have to be fixed quickly. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, uh, traditionally, like I said, martial art would, would have all of these different divisions within it. And there would be speci- you know, specialists in these areas. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, to me, uh, martial arts and medicine, they go hand in hand. This is, this is crazy. I love it. I, I- honestly that's just blown my mind a little bit because like you say I just thought it was all about fighting hadn't even thought about the other side of it yeah I mean I mean as far as I'm aware I think there's only one school in the entire UK which covers many of these areas um and they are quite hard to come across yeah yeah amazing like amazing so 
something that I've heard many, many times and I haven't like stopped anybody to ask because they've been in such flow. <laughs> I don't want to stop them. But what is a meridian? Oh, that is uh, the million dollar question. <laughs> uh, it really is. Like, it's one of those ones which is always um, debated between you know, top, top medicine practitioners, top acupuncturists, top, even top martial artists around the world. So starting the basics, um, a meridian is a, a pathway. Okay. It travels up the body um, yeah. in one single direction uh, and it, it, it carries energy. Or, or chi, or whatever word you want to use to describe energy, electrons some people would use. Um, it, it's numbered from one to the highest number. Um, so at number one, it starts, and the flow will go up that channel following the numbering system. So let's take, for example, uh, a famous one, kidneys. Uh, right. Kidney one will start under the foot, on the ball okay. of the foot, and it will finish at number 27 on the collarbone. But it only goes up one way. It doesn't go back down again it comes down via another channel. Um, so that's the purpose of a meridian. Every major organ has got its own channel to kind of service it, uh, to carry the energy. Um, th there's various channels. There's like 14 main channels and other kind of smaller, less known or actually less used ones. Yes, yeah. Um, where the kind of um, debate question or the, or the fun discussion kicks in is when we're discussing what they're made of like yeah. actually what they are yes um we know what they do we know they work fantastic we know we can stick a pin in kidney three for xyz um or we can massage it we can magnet it we can do what other things to it but what exactly is it made of now there's lots of theories on this some people believe uh it's nerves and it follows the nerve pathways now, to some extent, that is true, because there are major nerve bundles close to each acupuncture point, or there's uh, pivotal nerves with, with, you know, with big functions at each kind of junction. Um, however, that isn't true for all, for all of the points. Ah. Um, other people believe it follows the line of fascia, um, because the fascia happens to also run in the same direction as the channels. And fascia is also the most conductive part of the human body. Um, and it also only ca carries energy in a single direction. Okay. In the exact same way as the numbering system. Right. Um, and other people and more kind of purists, more kind of ancient acupuncturists sort of acupuncturist that, that are trained would say that it's neither of those. You can't see it. It's just there. Um, a bit like the energy all around us now. We know it's there because we know, we know about physics, we know about science, we just can't see it. Um, so, I mean, I believe in kind of all three of those, to be fair. Yeah. New uh, extras. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I think that's the beauty of medicine, our medicine. We, we kind of, you know, we do what we do. Um, but yeah, I mean, in answer to your question, it, it's a, a system, almost like a river. It flows in one direction. It carries energy. Um, and, you know, it, it, we use it to remove blockages, to, to service organs, to tonify organs, to upregulate, downregulate systems. Um, and they're all over the body. They're everywhere. My God. I hope that kind of answers. I think this is a, I think that question on its own could be a two hour chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's what I was just. You know, with many people, many people listening, thinking, oh, no, no, that's not correct. Or 
That is correct. I mean, but I guess it's open to interpretation. And I think it's also important to have different, not belief systems, because you believe in what you believe, but be aware of different possibilities. Yeah. Because um, you can use them in your treatment. As long as you have a multi multiverse approach, you can use different things and different treatments. My goodness. So, so, so what you're saying is that even though you could be doing something one way, but then if you know all of these other modalities, you could bring them in. Well, yeah, let, let's say someone has an issue in their liver channel um, and also has an issue with their big toe. Um, liver three, which is between sort of the big toe crease, um, you could get the needle closer to the bone, which actually goes closer to the, to the actual nerve itself. So you could be hitting both at once. Right. Um, you could move it into the padding more and you could, I guess, be working into the deeper either fascia layers or the deeper mythical life force layers oh. and i think it's important to be able to know different types of theories whether you use them or not or believe in them or not it's good to know different types what is a mythical what did you say a mythical, mythical life? a mythical life force like it's just uh it, it's there we know it's there we just can't see it right wow that's sort of like what i believe about life then nobody else does <laughs> No, I, I'm sure I do. I'm sure we're, we're the same wave here. Um, yeah. If you can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not real. Oh, my God. Uh, and if it works, it's clearly real. So yeah, Exactly, yeah. God, you're talking my language. Exactly, exactly. So, all right then. So, tell us about you and your clinic then. What do you mostly deal with? So, my clinic is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I, I have the most wonderful patients ever. And what's great about what I do is it ranges so much. Yeah. I, I look after people with general aches and pains. Um, it could be a back pain they've had for six months or six years. It could be they can't turn their neck because of a, a car crash many months or years ago. Um, right through to organ failure, right through to diabetes, epilepsy, stroke, paralysis. You know, it, the great thing about our medicine is it hasn't got boundaries uh, and it works in conjunction to other modalities okay. so when people say like what can you treat you kind of feel bad saying well, everything what's wrong with you <laughs> but you know the good thing about Chinese medicine is they find the cause and treat that in conjunction to the symptoms not just oh you have an elbow pain let's just look after that it's like where did it come from yeah. Like, why have you got kidney failure? Why can't you conceive? Why can't you? And let's find out where it started. So um, I guess that, again, that's another question which could last two hours. Yeah. I won't bore you if I do. But, I mean, it, it, it ranges. Talisen, what on earth is electroacupuncture? Well, think of normal acupuncture. Okay. Uh, but, but, but turbocharged. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All the normal benefits of acupuncture, but, but made, you know, thousands of times more powerful and, and, and thousands of times better. Yeah. Uh, that, that's kind of the, the very, very short answer. <laughs> we could be here for probably an entire weekend. That's the quickest, that's the quickest answer. Now, in, in my opinion, all acupuncture, whether it uses a machine or not, is technically electro 
Okay. However, the difference is we're using, you know, in quotation marks, the, the Earth's electricity, or we're using a, a machine to sort of, you know, amplify the electricity. Okay. But, but technically speaking, all acupuncture is electro anyway. Right. Oh, yeah. go on, go on. <laughs> well, I, won't, I won't, you know, bring everyone back to school. Um, but just in a basic, you know, physics sense, um, everything in the universe is made of atoms. Yeah. So whether that's, you know, a tree, uh, a car, a building, a cat, a dog, or, or us as humans, um, we're made of, of atoms, uh, which obviously are the building blocks of the universe. Yeah. Um, as we know, atoms are, are, are so small that millions of them would fit onto you know, the head of a pin. Um, and 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 spinning spinning around inside the atom around around the nucleus, um, we we've we've got uh, the protons and 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 the neutrons. Okay. So we have an electrical charge, you know, right. around the shell, um, around the nucleus, and that itself is a charge. Yeah. And you know, there's what's the what's the exact number? There's uh, fifty trillion cells um, in the human body. Okay, yeah. each cell has got a, a, a power charge of 0.4 volts. Wow. That means a, a healthy, healthy adult has got a charge of 3.5 trillion volts. <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so, you know, we are, we are walking around full of electricity ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so if you think about it, just, just like that, just by inserting a needle into, our, into ourselves, it, it has to cause a, a reaction anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that, that is working with electricity. Uh, you know, the, the earth's charged, we're charged. Um, so therefore, all, all, elect all acupuncture anyway is using electro. Right. Uh, the machine just makes it more powerful. And, and with the machine, we can pick certain frequencies and we can stimulate different responses within the body. Okay. We can release different neurotransmitters, different hormones. We can upregulate processes. We can downregulate processes. Yeah. Um, and so that no, that's a very, 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 very quick short story of what is electroacupuncture. I mean, the word electro or electricity can be swapped out for the word chi. Okay. Same thing. It's it's energy. Um. So you know, like I said, keeping us under six hours or under two days. <laughs> yeah. The quickest the quickest answer I'd say wow okay so this makes sense to me then because doing crystal healing the crystals go get placed on the chakras and they conduct electricity and that's how okay. it works right they've all got charges crystals have got charges yeah. we've got we've got charges you know actual um chakra points in the body yeah when we think of us as spinning cogs of, yeah. of, of energy well they are they're just um they're just Think of, it, think of them as transformers, right? Um, you know, where, where there's more electrical charge. Um, and I mean, there's different ways of looking at this. There's different language we can use, and it can be related back to any type of medicine, any any um, traditional type of medicine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but it's all elect all le electricity, basically. Wow. This we're going to go off piece a little bit here, but yeah, this is what it. this is what amazes me about all of these treatments, like. 
somebody said to me the other day about about Chinese medicine, you know, well, if something's been around for thousands of years and the Chinese have got the oldest generation, then I'd say that it works. And like, you know, there's all of these, these uh, you know, these alternative therapies that people use and people are like, how does that work? How does that work? Nobody believes in it, but they've been around for thousands of years and this is how the generations would have healed each other. Well, this is the thing. Uh, modern medicine, a.k.a., you know, um, there's a pill for every ill, that's <laughs> only been around for, what, 100, 120, 150 years? Yeah. So, you know, you know by... By definition, that's alternative. Yeah. That's the that's the newest stuff. Uh, and I you know. And going back to the ancient Ayurvedic medicine, the ancient Egyptian medicine, yeah. the Chinese medicine, that is actual medicine working with the actual body on this on this plane, on this universe, yeah. on this earth. You no. Know? So. But how how did they find all of this out? Like, what did they do? They just start <laughs> stabbing each other. And like, oh, that feels good. <laughs> well, before the stabbing happened, <laughs> there was things like a qigong or qigong, which is, you know, internal healing. Right. I, 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 from what I understand, um, you know, acupuncture would have come later for those that weren't educated enough to actually heal themselves. Right. So, you know, no, we would have, um, you know, got sick, seen somebody who would have been amazed that we couldn't heal ourselves. Yeah. We'd be like, well, I'll try some acupuncture them. <laughs> let's see. Yeah. It's not as good. It's not as good as self healing, but let's see if it works. Yeah. Oh my goodness, it's crazy. I I could talk about it all weekend, like you say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So next question then. When would you use electro over just a normal acupuncture procedure? Well, me personally, I only use electro. Because oh. you know, if you think about it, like I've just explained it, we yeah. are full of electricity anyway. You know, we've got roughly 3.5 trillion volts in us. As we're becoming sick, that's, as, that's when we're losing voltage. Yeah. As we're becoming older, we're losing voltage. Uh, and it's that power which gives us the cellular regeneration. It's that power with our food, aka Gucci, which gives us the protein synthesis. It, you know, it, it's that electricity that we require. And it's still, you know, we, I still do it with the Chinese medicine theory, the, the, the channel theory, except I fill up the channel with electricity. Yeah. So if, if um, there's a kidney deficiency or kidney channel deficiency, I will fill up the channel with electricity yeah. and I may then also go closer to the kidneys via the spine via where it attaches to you know the pre and post ganglionic nerve um where the adrenals are and I'll also pump electricity into there as well wow. so I, I I kind of visualize it as uh with a battery yeah um, just that's what I was thinking when we be, when we become sick or ill or when we get older we're losing voltage we're losing power yeah and we need a bit of a recharge now, again, to a complete outsider, this sounds absolutely ludicrous. <laughs> um, I'm quite sure there'll be some people listening to this thinking that's absolute quackery. Um, you know, you can't do that. Um, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's physics. It, it's science. And we base our well, we base our lives on what we can... What most people base their lives on what, what can be proven or disproven by science. Yeah. So therefore, on a scientific level, this is real. Yeah, yeah. It can be proven. Um, 
whether or not we want to think about the channel theories, a different podcast, whether we want to think about, um, you know, different internal cheese, energies, spirits, shens, etc. That's a different podcast. Yeah. In terms of just pure electrical charge in the human body, that's a scientifically proven thing. Wow. So, so there is no, oh, do you think that works? Or, oh, is that real? That doesn't come into this. Um, that's why for this for this particular chat, I'm keeping it quiet, you know, what's scientifically proven and what's not. Um, I'm still a big fan and still a big believer in the Chinese medicine theory, and I use that for everything, especially diagnosis. But actual electroacupuncture is real. That, yeah. That's <laughs> that's a full, full stop there. That's that's it. It's done. <laughs> so, so in answer to your question, I use electro on my needles for every single treatment. Right. Um, I maybe don't use electro on every single needle. Okay. So if there's um, a kidney channel deficiency and it's had a knock-on effect and it's causing a liver channel deficiency, I may put one clip onto the main kidney point. I may put the second clip onto the main liver points. And then I may put other Chinese medical needles around. I may you know, put a couple of spleen needles in, uh, maybe a supporting stomach 36, but I maybe won't zap all of them. Okay. Um, but I will definitely use electro on everyone. Um, one of the main reasons for that is, like I said, we can secrete hormones. We can secrete neurotransmitters. We can upregulate or downregulate anything. So we can release serotonin. We can release uh, dopamine, GABA, um, dynorphin, you know, et cetera. So we can actually you know, make the body go into an anti-inflammatory state. We, we can release serotonin, which is, you know, pretty much instant pain relief. Wow. Uh, we can, you know, we can do vasodilation. So we can, you know, if someone's got a sprain, an injury, a, a, a fracture, soft tissue damage, we can you know, send blood there. We can flood it with more blood. Um, acupuncture itself will increase blood supply by 100%. Um, electroacupuncture will increase blood supply by 200%. But if we then choose certain frequencies, which will then do vasodilation, we can make that even more amplified. Wow. So, you know, someone can come in with um, depression, anxiety, Mm -hmm. um, very, very low mood, and we can use Chinese points on their heads, but we can then flood it with serotonin or or GABA or or other, you know, anti-inflammatory properties. Um, so there's a lot we can do. My goodness. We can up, up regulate or down regulate if needed thyroids. We 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 can, you know, we can technically up regulate or regulate any organ. Yeah. So wow. that's why I choose electro for every single treatment, regardless of what I'm treating. Right. And you said there that you wouldn't zap every needle. So why why wouldn't you? Well, you would want to find the exact cause. Right. Okay. Um, and so, what? Which? What's the biggest external factor? What's the biggest internal factor? And that's what we treat. Right. We can then support it by supporting the secondary internal factor, and maybe a few knock-on effects in life. But you wouldn't just um, tr- you you wouldn't need to. Um, I use the word zap. You wouldn't need to zap everything. Okay. Now that's a very different approach to if you're if you're treating a musculoskeletal injury. 
okay. or, like, or tendon damage or actual physical muscle damage. There's different ways of treating that. You can run needles up the whole tendon, ligament, muscle, and you can connect multiple clips and run the electricity through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it depends on what you're going for. It depends on what your patient can cope with. Mm-hmm. And it depends what you're actually treating. Um, you know, there's a, there's a big difference between treating an MSK issue or an internal process issue. Um, so in most cases, two to four needles with electro one is sufficient. Um, in some cases, you would want to run electro, for example, all up the hamstring. Okay. But, but then we're looking at different different treatment protocols for different things. So you treat, you know, you treat the, the level of injury or level of disease on the on the same level that it's at. Wow. That, make, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Oh, wow. Okay, I, I thought there was a different reason, but no, okay. Cool. Okay, then. So would you, or can you, use yeah. Electro alongside any other treatment like uh, Gua Sha or... Definitely, definitely. Stacking is, is something which, you know, separates um, <laughs> some of us from some of the others. Oh, you, I see you. I mean, rather than going to see five or six different practitioners, you know, one to manipulate, one for soft tissue therapy, one for myofascial release, one for you know, X, Y, Z, you can do it all in one go on the condition that isn't too strong for the patient. I see. So, so there's absolutely no harm in you know, um, manipulating or realigning or readjusting, let's just say, the spine mm-hmm. or, or the elbow then doing some soft tissue therapy to it to ensure it stays where it's supposed to. Yeah. You can then do some gua sha to release some heat or to ah. realign the muscle fibers. If required, you could do some cupping for some, you know, separation of, of, of the muscle layers or the tight fascial layers. You can then pop some pins in to flood it with more blood speed, and speed up recovery. Wow. And you can do electro um, with moxa. Oh, so yeah. You can... Pop some cute little herbs on the end of the needles and yeah. electrodes that as well. So you get the benefit of the heating, which again adds the yang energy or warms up a cold after a sick knee or frozen shoulder while stimulating the electro. So you can double up like that as well. Um, there's a few things you wouldn't put together. Okay. Uh, for example, um, magnets and electro. they they cancel each other out oh do they one or the other and i you know i would personally pick electro um and then maybe send the patient home with magnets instead that's Uh, kind of my preferred method sort of give them some homework and things yeah yeah oh cool okay so I, I was going to ask what the benefits are, but I suppose, like you said, the blood, will you explain that? What are the benefits of electro over? Yeah. Well, so, I mean, the benefits, I mean, you, you can speed things up. You, you, can, you can match the frequency to the body. So the body puts out um, continuous sine waves overlapping each other, which carry different messages, you could say. And you can pick which ones on your machine that you want to promote more of. Yeah. You can pick that frequency and you can, you can do it. Um, if some, no, you, you can pick the correct frequency for soft tissue repair. You can pick the correct frequency for anti-inflammatory. 
you can pick no you you can pick whatever you want to do whatever you need is that why they're all different colors then because that's, all... that's just to see which which wire attaches to which output channel oh <laughs> some, some some machines you know you've got four outputs with uh two clips on each um so yeah. you, you have no idea which one you're increasing or decreasing sometimes <laughs> um, that's why they're different colors yeah oh i see okay oh god okay and all right then tell us a success story that you've had with electro um again as i usually only use electro i would say you know all of my patients um would get electro so obviously i I can list all of them um however there's there's a couple in particular that i like to sort of um use as examples so I had um, one patient come to me late last late last year with relapsing polychonditis. Now it's well, it's quite rare, and there's actually there's actually only two of them diagnosed in the whole of my area, the oh, whole wow. of the whole of Buckinghamshire. <laughs> so it's quite a large area and quite a rare thing. And it's where uh, the cartilage just disintegrates and kind of just uh, you, keep it simple. It falls apart, and it's it's due to um, you know, uh, an inflammatory response in the body. It's constantly putting out inflammatory factors, and it's just, um, it's just constantly in fight or flight mode. Yeah. Uh, and with the electro, we managed to you know, switch the body out of fight and flight mode, um, promote it with anti-inflammatory responses, uh, and then with some nutrition and other lifestyle changes, uh, this patient is now, with the help of her GP, coming off her medication completely. Uh, and I don't think she's actually doing any steroids anymore either. So she's in her, you know, her her own words is she says she's fully fully cured now, um, and it's one of those things which is not fixable. <laughs> um, so what what has the GP said? Have you spoken to them more? Yeah, G, GP's very happy. Um, again, the GP doesn't fully understand um, my medicine, but then I don't fully understand their medicine. Yeah. We, we both, both trained in different aspects and we know bits of each other, each other's, but not everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like me trying to sit there for an hour and understand what, what she's doing. I would have no idea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to the depth that she does. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, because the last podcast was Tony Dickinson and he, he was telling us about how you guys can talk to GPs because I think there's a, a bit of a struggle between the GPs and the acupuncturists. Like, so you get on quite well with the GPs then? Um, yes. Well, one particular GP in my area, I think I've got 11 or 12 of her patients. Oh, wow. Um, so I think she's quite grateful for the help, to be fair, especially the amount of pressure they're put under. The, you know, yeah. the, the, the restraints and time limits they get, it's like seven minutes per patient now. Um, so I think she's actually quite happy that um, she's got some low taken off her. Um, God. I've actually got another, one of, I've got another one of her patients, actually. Um, I think everyone's heard me talk about this lady quite a lot, to be fair. Okay. Um, but she came to me with quite severe epilepsy um, right. am- amongst lots of other health conditions. And with the help of Electro, um, as well as nutrition, lifestyle changes, and you know, a specific diagnosis, we've managed to sort of take her down from around about 35 epileptic seizures a day. Uh, so, sorry, 15 seizures a day for 35 years. Even I was thinking that's quite a lot. So, <laughs> around about 15 seizures a day for 35 years, <sighs> down to one large seizure, probably every six to eight weeks um she has small 
mouth tremors and small kind of um, half second ones occasionally, but not the big ones really anymore. They're kind of, you know, bi-monthly now. My, wow. Like... Um, and that's using Electro. Um, and you know, that, that, was, that was going off um, a method that I learned from a doctor in America um, in conjunction with a technique they use in America where they actually implant a vagal nerve simulator. Yeah. Oh, my God. So we just done the same thing with needles. Ah, uh, what? I'm gobsmacked. <laughs> what? So that, 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 that's more of a symptoms approach. So we do that with the symptoms for half the treatment. And then we work on the actual cause itself for the other half. Yeah. And then the homework for her is also the cause. So what, so how did you work on the cause then? Because if I'm right in thinking, epilepsy is electric in the brain, isn't it? Oh, exactly. So we're full of electricity, aren't we? Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, a, a, an epileptic seizure is, is either a lack of or too much electrical charge in the excitatory or inexcitatory cells in the brain. Um, and we found with her that she had a seizure when she got uh, into a heightened state of emotion um, or anger or frustration. Mm-hmm. And then with the Chinese medical diagnosis, we tracked it back to liver. Liver is responsible for processing poisons and toxins and anger. Yeah. So the actual initial cause of the epilepsy was probably the induced coma as a nine-year-old in conjunction with the suspected stroke she had when she was nine. (gasps) Even stroke, you can relate back to the liver. What? So It's all all being being a detective, using the foundations of Chinese medicine, but then including uh, a, a turbocharged version of the treatment. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So the root of a problem, because that's what you guys deal with, is the root, yeah. not the symptoms. So the root of a problem was was that the anger at nine then? Well, no, it wouldn't have been the anger at nine. So she had a little electrical pain in her left wrist. Right. Um, about two or three fingers above the wrist crease, um, which as we know is the heart channel. Oh. And that same day she had a suspected stroke. Oh, <laughs> so you know it's very very hard to ask somebody what happened forty years ago, forty five, fifty years ago, because you know they don't always know or understand, and there could have been multiple things at the time happening. Yeah. Um. So I can only work with what I've got now, the information I've got now. So I can track it back as far as I can, and, and work with work with that. Um. Incredible. But you no, know, we, we we treat. We treat the causes and the symptoms separately um, because if a symptom's left long enough, it will become another cause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're falling down and you're cracking your head open. <laughs> you're falling down and you're breaking your wrist. You're, you're not sleeping through the night. If you can't keep, you know, food down, if you've got no bowel movement, if you have an irregular anything, that will become the cause of something else. Yeah. Although yeah. we're very much focused on treating the cause or causes. Yeah. You have to sometimes think about the patient and you know what if we can give them good night's sleep first of all that will actually help us yes yeah of course yeah wow that's incredible so how does that woman feel like you know she had 35 years of 15 seizures a day and now she's down to one bi-monthly what's how's that she's she's very happy we've worked on quite a few other things with her 
um, you know, spasticity of the hand, dropped foot. Uh, we're currently working on um, you know, other bits and pieces. But I mean, even the lady with the uh, relapsing polychondritis, her hair is now regrowing back. She's managed to put some weight on, uh, which she's happy with. Um, she has more energy. Um, and she's happy that she's not taking a whole, you know, mirage of, of medication a day. Yeah. So as you know, it's, it's not functional and each thing you take causes something else. Yeah. At least when you treat, um, you know, this style, there are no negative side effects, except you may feel sleepy because you didn't require a sleep to recover. So that's kind of the worst. The worst, you might get a headache, the toxin release, but again, it's nothing serious that requires more medication to fix it. Wow. So, oh my God. So like, is she like a case study or, or was she a client that come to actually, see you? Actually, I did use her for my dissertation. Oh, that's what I did. Okay. Um, and as as a result, I, I got some communication with her hospital as well. Wow. Uh, which which I was quite quite shocked at and very happy with. Um, so yeah, I'm very happy. Um, but I mean, lots of patients that come and see me have got similar success stories um, because they put in the work. They do right. their homework. They 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 change their nutrition. They change their lifestyle. They hydrate. Um, so, you know, they do all the hard work. So I could sit here and list you off, you know, 500 success stories, but it's them that's done the hard work. Oh, yeah. So, oh. It's not even the electro, you know, it's, it's them. Oh, yeah, but you're empowering them to believe in themselves and you're giving them that boost so they can go and do the homework. Yeah, facilitate. We facilitate them to do their own healing. Yeah. Oh. It's it's amazing. It is actually amazing. Um, <laughs> that's blown my mind a little bit. Thank, Thank you very much for your um, your input today. It's been amazing to speak with you again. Um, I do hope and um, well wish you all the best for the future, and Thank hopefully you. we'll see you back again soon. I'd love to. Yeah, it'd be great. Thank you. Definitely, because you say it, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. Because I've got a feeling <laughs> that you can work with <laughs> men mental health a little bit. Yes, I, I actually quite enjoy doing that, actually. Do um, you? It's such a fantastic feeling when someone comes in one way and instantly leaves another way. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm just going to ramble on that very quickly. I don't know how much, how much time we got left. Ten minutes. Um, <laughs> yeah. We've got this. We've got this. Um, <laughs> I, I have had some fantastic patient-led results over the, over the years. Okay. Uh, where they'll come in, um, they're very, very down the dumps. Um, suicidal, attempted suicides, lots of medication, um, not not leaving the house for days, weeks at a time. Yeah, and 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 using electro to to, to stimulate uh, the neurotransmitters uh, to secrete what we require to use nutritional therapy, um, listening to what they're saying, and just empowering them to take control back. That they've no, that they've now changed their lives around. Yeah. Um, some have gone on to have fantastic careers. One's now doing acting and is on TV quite often. Um, we we've got others that are you know almost headlining events, doing music festivals and producing. We we we've got they 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 they. I mean, I'm so happy for them. <laughs> but they are fantastic, and they also in return inspire me. Yeah. To, to you know keep going, keep improving, keep learning. And, and every time you treat someone, 
this is what I learned from um, Chris, one of my best lecturers ever. Every time you treat someone, you get a 10% kickback. Yeah. And that, that, that itself I love because we're sharing electricity. We're, we're sharing uh, the energy in the room. We're kind of, you know, helping each other. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yes, we've got about 20 more podcasts between us, I think. <laughs> definitely. Do you know what? I could speak to you all day. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much, Phil. Um, we are definitely going to do this again. I will speak to the powers that be and get it sorted. <laughs> but thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a great day. And you.